Hey, Street Fighters. Welcome to the show. Street Fighter Radio, number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We do it the best here out of Columbus, Ohio. You can call us on the phone Sunday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're taking your calls. Uh, 614-412-5252 is the number to dial. Uh, this week, what's going on? So the punk zine is going to be here soon. Uh, I just got the final draft on that. The weed zine is in the mail. We also, for the Loot Zine Plus people, we got the bonus. It's called Ganja Bruja. It's like a primer zine from Microcosm Publishing about weed. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Punk Zine is coming. Fear Zine will be out by the end of October. Hopefully we can get it done. We'll work on that. We should. We have everything. We have all of the things. Actually, if you're a listener and you do web comics, we would like to hear from you. Okay, we need comics people. We need a comic. One, at least one comic person, if you're interested in doing a comic for us, that would be cool. Absolutely. Uh, So you can also support the show by subscribing on Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com is a website where you support artists that you like. If you enjoy what Brian and I do, what we're talking about is... For $1 a month, you get a bonus show. For $3 a month, you get the digital copy of the zine. For $5 a month, you get to watch all of our live videos and get episodes of Undercover Business Tyrant. That's Brian and I watching Undercover Boss. We just recorded the Subway episode right before this podcast we're doing right now. It was fucking fun. It was a really good time, like the rest of them. Uh, That'll be out very shortly. $8 a month, we will send our zine to your house. You will also receive a $5 coupon for the Street Fight Store. It is the best deal in podcasting these days. Uh, For $12 a month, we'll give you an extra zine, usually from Microcosm Publishing. So get in there, help us spread this mess across the U.S. We got to get this thing rolling uh, into overdrive because things are getting worse, right? And this plan of ours to make a radio show become the thing that smashes all hierarchy across the flat earth has got to speed up its timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also they're going to outlaw all of our extra income streams. That's true. Yeah. We'd love it. We're going to be driving to Michigan to sell Kratom soon. Yeah. We'd love it. If people, you know, like the content, I, the, uh, the undercover business tyrant thing is, I think good. Yeah. It's great. Like it's, it's it's what I literally like, now I need like when when uh, Chapo Trap House was in town, I kept telling him y'all should do like commentary over something. That's pretty sweet. That's like, a good idea because now I want to watch somebody do commentary over something. Right, someone that you like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somebody that's not me doing commentary. I would love to see that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but we were we were like giving them uh, advice on <laughs> how to do it illegally and stuff. <laughs> ah, well, whatever. How's it going, Brett? Good. I, found, I mean, it's been all right. I've eaten chili every single night of the week. I'm on this thing where we got this huge pot of chili and like everybody in the house has given up on it. So I'm like, that's going to be my dinner for every night. That's powerful. Until it's gone. That's good though, man. I love that chili. I do the same. I wanted to, I was just complaining the Not other day. That chili out. Don't throw that chili. I was just complaining the other day that there's no way to make a single serving of chili. Yeah, buy it out of one of those gross cans that I'm just not eating canned chili, man. I'm I'm past that phase in my life where sure. I ate canned chili. I mean, look, listen, 
I ate a lot of canned chili in my day. Right. <laughs> That's the only way I knew how to get chili for a period of my life. Yeah, but chili can be made for so cheap. It's And it goes so far, and this is like the perfect weather for it. Yeah, yeah. Chili and tea, man. I've been on tea like nobody's business. All of a sudden, I'm like the tea-drinking guy. that, And like I'm peeing like 90% of the time, too. But man, do I drink a lot of tea. That's great. I made Brett give me tea before we recorded because I drank all the tea that I brought. I like feel like I can't podcast without a hot tea now. You're all about the tea. I'm tea boy. Tea, like as in testosterone, of course. Yeah, I've recorded a lot of shows this week. We got some cool third shows coming up too. Like just as in a uh just as just for the people that subscribe, we got we got uh Leslie Lee talking about action movies with me. Cool. We got uh Mike Hale. Dog boner. Dog boner. I call okay. him Mike Hales through the whole show, like a redneck from Ohio. Right. So there's we that. We also shop at Kroger's and Targets. Yeah, man, that's great. And I, yes, exactly. I think that I'm, I think they should name Kroger Kroger's. They should change it. Like I call Target Target. I don't add the S to Target. I I mean, if you want me to, I will. I you totally should. Fine. There are some Targets. There are some places I add the S to because like I did these few it's things. Tradition. Well, there was just a period of my life where I would make fun of the way people talk and then it just became the way that I talk. So Kroger's is that. Walmart's. Like my my wife would say Walmart's and I'm like, Walmart's, can you believe you say that? And then I started saying it as a joke. Right. And that's just how you say Walmart's. Yeah. yeah now it's like, let's go to the Walmart's. Or the Tarjay. I never got into Tarjay. My dad said it, man. And I'm a dad after him. Loved it. Dad's just say Loved it. You know? It's French. It's been a fucking. It's French. It's been a weird week for like news for me because I'm like totally into this. Like, so uh, there was this. They killed this journalist in Saudi Arabia, right? Mm-hmm, I in heard. Turkey, actually. It happened in Turkey. They fucking chopped him up with a bone saw and then said, we accidentally killed the guy. We was just trying to kidnap him. What? That's what happened. They, like, took him. They, they got to the Turkish embassy. He gets there. And then the Saudi Arabian people were supposed to kidnap him. They okay. took him in a room, like, to interrogate him or something. And they said okay. it went wrong. And then they chopped him up with a bone saw and... That was it, man. They killed the guy. Okay. They fucking chopped the guy up. Yeah. And then snuck like him out unacceptable of the behavior. That's yeah. Not what a country should do. Although I don't know how far away from that we are. <laughs> like with the well, way our like president that's what acts. countries do though, to be honest, this is just what countries do. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I'm sure we killed journalists here. I mean, there's just, just like in different ways, you know sure. what I mean? Why not? But like the thing that I'm fascinated with is in the past year, WWE has been doing shows in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's like been, they fostered a relationship. Yeah. They got one of those. And the, yeah, is it someone in the Royal family? Are they into it? Is that what it is? Mohammed bin Salman. Okay. Wrestling dude. He, I don't know, man, because he, he requests like wrestlers that are dead and stuff like that. Like, okay. He'll be like, I want Yokozuna and the ultimate warrior. And they're like, Hmm. Can't get that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Those guys aren't around here. Has anybody informed you that the Ultimate Warrior is problematic? We like, have uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> we bring you uh, Seth Rollins. Ever heard of him? <laughs> yeah, he sounds like so basically every frat college bro that thought wrestling was awesome in the 90s and for some reason still thinks that <laughs> those people are immortal and will be wrestling forever yeah so he uh so he goes ahead and uh they've been doing these shows and these shows 
are fucking propaganda shows. Like, they basically run tourism videos for Saudi Arabia during these shows. Oh, really? Oh, my God. You know, the promo packages they do, they don't do, like, the regular WWE ones. They run, like, Mohammed bin Salman with the visionary Vision 2030 plan where progress is coming to... Like, they're doing actual propaganda for Saudi Arabia, for the royal family in Saudi Arabia. And, like... uh, But aren't the... How does the crowd work do they, is the crowd separated and shit yes 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 women aren't allowed to buy tickets they're allowed to be there but they're not allowed to buy tickets and there's so no women in the shows at all no women uh on comment there renee young is a commentator on raw now but she's not allowed to do commentary at this show fucking that's strange bedfellows i, I mean america loves saudi arabia though like we kiss their ass forever trump went over and touched their magic globe right <laughs> yeah but he was talking shit about them a few years ago well and, yeah before he got the reins of power yeah and then he went over there and touched that fucking orb and he's like ah man we don't want to fucking do an innocent like we don't want to do a guilty until proven innocent sort of thing with these guys and it's like they did it <laughs> we know they did it and they've done some pretty bad shit you know look right. at yemen and just there's been a lot of things lately in saudi <laughs> yeah. arabia that's showing up in the news they haven't i mean it's like the united states government doesn't read the newspaper yeah well and like it's donald trump would never like extend that same courtesy but, to like say the central park five or something like that where they had he was like we need to make sure we throw them in jail you right know? right that's true <laughs> like he just he'll extend it to Saudi Arabia because there's money there. Right. And, and it's America it's American tradition. Yeah, and WWE's getting about uh 450 million dollars over 10 years to do one show a year there, okay. which is 45 they million dollars. themselves into 10 years. 10, years dude. 10 years. They have 10-year deal with Saudi Arabia. And by 2030 will women be wrestling? That is their like they hint at that okay right like they wwe hints at that i don't think that's in the books i don't think that's in the saudi like the saudi royal family is not thinking about doing that that's okay. just that's like a lemons out of lemonade thing you know what i mean where ww people are because people were like in the first one people were offended because the women weren't there right so the first one airs and people are like this is bad for women you're supposed to be doing a women's revolution here and, and right you know all this stuff and it's like now you're doing this thing without women and they were like well someday in the future there might there could be, be women you know that's what they did but then in between that show and this show a lot of shit has happened there i mean they've been they executed lgbt activists they had they killed this journalist and they've still bombing and starving people in yemen and and all of these things and now people are like a little bit creeped by it you know what i mean they're like oh i don't know if i like this you know and i, I mean um, I, yeah I, I um i don't know what they are getting out of it besides the money i just don't they really thought that it was worth the headache well it feels like they just I mean, we know how that business runs, right? And that's not unique to wrestling either. There's a million people doing business in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? And and business, the way that business works is that if you're making money, it's good. Yeah, that's true. You know? And, and oh, well, it would be fiscally irresponsible to turn this money down. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter if it's morally wrong to do. But like Coke... 
came up with Fanta for to sell to like World War II Germany, right? Yes. Like WWE should come up with something different for like this shit, right? <laughs> well, they should the try thing. to distance themselves in some way. I, that's what's weird. Well, okay. So there are a few senators, and we're talking about like Senator Lindsey Graham, who's a Republican. Uh, a Democratic politician from Connecticut and a few other people have kind of said, y'all should maybe like reconsider this thing you're doing. <laughs> I, but, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> but the United States has always been buddy, buddy with them. That's true. That is Obama, true. Clinton, Bush. There's never been like a tumultuous relationship with them. Has there? I don't think it's ever going to change either. I think that I like, know they've done heinous stuff. I mean, there's like you watch videos of them throwing like gay people off a fucking roof and shit. Right. There's all kinds of shit that happens like there. And it's been happening for years. And we, I mean, 9-11, like most of the hijackers yeah. came from Saudi Arabia. Right. You know what I mean? And we went and bombed Iraq and fucking Afghanistan for it. Right. Like anybody but Saudi Arabia. That is like, if you were in a fight with three people, if you're in a fight with one guy and he had two guys standing next to him and you punched the other guy because he was smaller. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you just pick on the little one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I have been like tied up in this thing because now after all of these people have started to say like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this. I was like, how are they going to respond to this? Because right. they are a company that has to go on TV for five hours every single week. They're promoting a show where they have gone over beyond what they would ever do for anything in the United States. I mean, uh -huh. they have reunited Degeneration X, which is like a 90s act. And Shawn Michaels hadn't wrestled in like fucking 15 years because he said he retired. He was never going to wrestle again. And uh, but then but they, they were like, for, what if we gave you a couple million dollars to do one match? Right. You know, like we we could we could uh, we could grease this a little bit. We can make a little hey, bit of money. Just you a couple know? more suckets, man. You got a couple <laughs> more left in the tank. <laughs> you got a couple more sweet chin musics left in the tank for two million, three million dollars. And um, so like the thing about uh, so the thing about it that that like it's like, what are they going to do? How are they going to go on TV and promote this thing when fucking people are like outraged at Saudi Arabia? You can't go on TV and be like, watch Crown Jewel, our show from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, where there's a lot of progress going on and they're not chopping people up with bone saws and shit like that. <laughs> right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, it's great over there. Vision 2030. Have you heard about this Vision 2030? That's like they trumpeted the shit out of that last time. So... People tuned in last night, rightfully, or on Monday night to see how they handled it, if they would cancel it. You know, it's it went, so it already happened. It hasn't happened yet. It oh. happens in two weeks. Okay, okay. So people are like tuning in. They're like, are they going to cancel this thing on the show? I mean, it is called Crown Jewel. You could just do it in England. And like, there's crown jewels in England. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like a World Cup. You could do this in England. You know what I mean? And, um, so they're like, we'll go ahead and, uh, we're still going to do the show. We're definitely not going to cancel the show. <laughs> we will not mention where the show's from for the rest of the build to this show. Really? So their plan now is to still do the show, still <clears throat> promote the show, but say, Watch Crown Jewel on the WWE Network and never mention Saudi Arabia on the show. Let's just not even say it. It's 
<laughs> which they could have done in the first place anyway. They don't, nobody ever had to know that they were doing these shows. That's the other weird thing about it is like nobody would ever know that they were doing the shows if they just went over there and fucking did the shows. Yeah. And didn't. But I think part of the deal is going on TV. Right. And announcing it. And announcing it, it. Yeah. And saying we're going to crown the best wrestler in the world because that's what the tournament is for. <laughs> They're doing a tournament to crown best wrestler in the world. Wow. It's called the World Cup. The The theory is that Saudi Arabia wanted the World Cup, but Cutter got it. So they made the WWE do a <laughs> World Cup wrestling tournament on their show. And WWE's like, fuck it. You know, it's just yeah. this royal family. Like pulling the strings and like <clears throat> booking this thing. And it's just, to me, it's like unbelievable. Like you could, I don't know what you would, what you can do really. Like, I, I don't think anybody can do anything about this show. This show's going to fucking happen. The next 10 are going to happen. Yeah. Nine are going, they just will never turn down. There'll money. be conversations about them and maybe people will write medium articles, but they're just going to keep doing it. But it's so perfectly indicative of what business really is. Like that is what business is. You know, if it makes money, the morality doesn't matter. No. That's what capitalism is. It doesn't matter. The morality, if you're doing uh propaganda videos for a fucking criminal, uh, like a, a war criminal, that's fine. It's totally okay to do that. And uh, so it's just, I think, like, uh, really weird. I just really, really interesting thing to watch. Like, yeah, it's a, I, uh, I, it's hard to be, it's weird because we live in this situation where everybody gets to comment on these things. So you get to publicly do this. It's not like people are talking in back alleys at this, like, pu they're publicly being shamed for this shit. Yeah. And they're just going to steamroll right through it. I really feel like they're going to do that because it doesn't matter because right. again, there are, there's a, just a certain percentage of people in this country that are okay with anything as long as it makes money. And, uh, I, I really, I, I think that I mean, goes for all businesses that goes for every, that that's what like, like, you know, we talked about Kroger using all those extra bags last week. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, they're fine with it because people want bags and they'll be able to throw it in the fucking, they'll throw it in the ocean. They don't give a shit. Right. You know, it's right. just more money. I'll make more money. As right. long as you're making more money to do something, they will always do it. And there will always be, there will, the people in power will always be okay with it. Yeah, for sure. That's why they do arms deals there. What's going on in the news, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I haven't read the news recently. Man, I saw some stuff today. A cop, a Columbus police, two Columbus police have gone viral this week, Brett. They're pretty good at it. They are. They're like really getting their SEO up. Their social media team is on point. <laughs> they are, man. I saw this cop on uh on CNN uh today. I was I was looking for news stories. And I came upon this video of a uh, of a Columbus cop who uh, I, I'm going to read the story. This is from the New York Times. I, we can't play the video right now. We don't feel like figuring it all out. So we're not going to do it. <laughs> An Ohio police officer, his weapon drawn, approached two boys in a Columbus neighborhood over the weekend and told them to kneel before picking up what turned out to be a BB gun lying on the sidewalk. Yes. Have you seen this video? <clears throat> I didn't see the video. I just read the transcript. So there's a 13-year-old. I didn't know there was a video. There is a 13-year-old boy and 11-year-old boy, both black, because 
I they were in that they were in Linden and it, the cops would never show this if they hadn't done what they did. Sure. This is being touted as like a uh, as like a this is how good the police are video. Which I find interesting. What followed was not a shooting or an arrest, but a lecture to two black youths, age 11 and 13. Video of the October 13th inc- incident, which was recorded on Officer P- Peter Casuccio's body camera and released on Monday by the Columbus police as a life lesson for young people, ignited an online discussion about policing, race, and gun control in the United States. See, nope. <clears throat> the thing is, they've already killed so several bad. black children. And so this isn't really indicative of their restraint. This no. is the anomaly. And 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 once we get into what was said in the video, it's really like telling about their mindset. It's so annoying. This is it's t- this is I mean this I mean this is the uh, yeah, this is the least amount that we could expect is that you would see a child as not a threat, you know? Yeah. But this yeah. is like their shining this is like their shining beacon, right? Yeah, I mean, and also just for me if you're dealing with two young kids and uh, you think they have a gun, I-, I think it's better to err on the side of it being a BB gun or a toy gun. You yeah. know, guns aren't that. Yeah, they're they're hard to get a hold of. Like, don't jump out of the car and just start firing shots anyway. That is like, no, don't do that. That's not what we're looking for. Right. In policing at all. And that's what they do. That's what they did to Tamir Rice. Yeah, they did. You know, yeah, this is exactly what this is basically. That's what I was thinking of. This is the Tamir, Tamir Rice situation. This is what it should have been. Like, what do you got? You got a stupid gun? Put it on the ground. Let me see what it is. Right? Yeah. That's all it is. Why don't they get out of the car and yell, put the gun down now? Why don't they ever just give that two half second to say something <clears> and give them? I don't want. I, I mean, well, I saw. I mean, I don't, you know, this is a viral Facebook post that came in my thing, but someone from the military basically said that they're trained to do like a million different things before they start doing kill shots. Yes. And we're all under the conception that the police are trained in the same way, but they're not at all, man. It's really like the reaction that they have to doing their job, which is facing tough circumstances where most people aren't trying to kill the fucking police. No, no. And, and and if they're that afraid of doing it, then it's not the job. For yeah. Them. If they're that afraid that everybody's trying to kill them, that's not the job. What for 13 you. year olds have killed the cops before for them to even warrant going to that first? Yeah. Yeah. You're what exactly evidence right. is there? There's none. There isn't evidence that 13 year olds are running around shooting cops with random guns that they find on the street. You know? I mean, look, listen, man, these kids were being jackasses. I had one to my you, age, too. There was a guy named John. He was terrible. He was a fucking juggalo. He would sell us pornography on DVD and he would buy us anything that we wanted. He would just charge us extra money. So we got him to go to Kroger. We got him to buy an air, an airsoft gun and a BB gun. And a, well, we had a pellet gun, too. And this you put CO2 cartridges in this pellet gun. We stupidly left it with a younger kid and he shot somebody in the fucking backyard. Yeah. Someone was in their backyard and they were in the fort while we went to do something else. And they shot this lady. Okay. With the pellet gun. That's stupid. That's dumb as hell, but it doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be executed. Right. Exactly. You know, but I'm saying like, this is the, this is where like white children are hanging out with BB guns too. And not real guns and not trying to kill the police. 
Right. Yeah. And like, again, uh, what I was saying before is like, I mean, like kids are fucking stupid, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? 11 but they and don't, 13. They're not allowed that. I mean, that's, that's, and this is what. If you're black. This is all we've said about Blue Lives Matter and people that back the police no matter what is they're not willing to see the racial discrimination that we have here. Like this is, exa- this is the crux of everything. Yeah. That if so, you're black, you're not allowed to be a dumbass kid. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to fuck around with a BB gun and get yelled at by somebody. Right. For it. You're not just a lot. You you have to worry that somebody's going to fucking some fucking cop in a uniform is going to pull up and give you two seconds and then mow you down. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, what follow? So this guy, it's a life lesson. And this is the police putting this out. I could have killed you, Officer Casuccio says in the video. I want you to think about that tonight when you go to bed. You could be gone. Everything you want to do in this life could be over. Like, what a fucking sick thing to say to a child. What a fucking sick thing to say to a teenager, an 11-year-old dude. I mean, you knew my daughter two years, three years ago when she was 11. Would you have ever said, like, I could have just killed you right now? Yeah, I guess that's your life. (laughs) Like, you wouldn't even say that to her now. I could have no. murdered you. Hey, I could have shot you. It's still, they're still deathly, like, afraid of adults in that yeah. way, you know? And, and, like, that shouldn't be a speech that an adult gives to a child. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, like, like I said, this should be just, at the at the most, this should be just standard procedure that you don't fucking kill them. Yeah. Earlier- I don't know why you would do anything otherwise yeah earlier in the video he says i pride myself on being a pretty bad ombre because i gotta be don't make me so voter oh god is he a trump voter yeah absolutely he's a bad ombre hey i go out here in the streets and i'm a fucking bad ombre dude you know i'm out here fucking just shooting people all over the place bang bang i'm a fucking bad ombre i'm shooting them in the air and shit i'm fucking crazy just remember that I'm the one that's taking care of you in your neighborhood. I'm fucking bad, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the speech he's giving. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll fucking kill your dad. I'll fucking kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad. I'm a bad hombre. <laughs> I kill anybody that draws a gun. <laughs> I'm fucking, I love killing. It's I crazy. I'm a dueler. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful. I'm fucking nuts. I'm bad to the bone. Well, this is also like the, this is pretty similar to the cop that tased the girl and apologized the whole time. Right? Yes. Yes, that is true. Another point. The disconnect of like, I have to do that. Like, you know, I'm supposed to kill you. I was supposed to kill you kids. Just so you know, officer McClintock here was going to kill you. That's what the book says, but I didn't do it. I should have killed you. I should have. I should have probably gave you a good killing. Just right. You'll learn a lesson then or future generations. Maybe I'm sending a message, which, by the way, I'm about this hombre. whole speech comes off as a fucking threat. Oh, yeah. Like the it whole is. fucking thing is so no, insidious like, to me. Oh, it is. It's like, we'll kill you. Yeah. At another, it's like it's like a gang threat. Yes. Yes. At another point, he says, the last thing I ever want to do is shoot an 11 year old man because your life hasn't even gotten started yet. And it could have ended because I wouldn't have missed. He is. This is inspiring. He's this a Facebook is, t-shirt. <laughs> this is a fucking video that the police posted. Like they're they're not trying to hide this this like video. No, no, like this they is, want proud this of to this. be yeah. out. 
Like, this guy, he didn't kill him. The he, cops are out here grabbing kids and telling them, I will murder you the next time you do that. Yeah, I could have fucking killed you. That's sick. The Columbus Division of Police. Wait, they're just so inept, man. They just come off as people that are totally incapable of dealing with humanity. They're just these cold, stupid fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Don't, just can't can't somehow un, can't see the humanity in people. No. No. And, and again, would he have given a speech to two white kids? Like, would the would 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 the reaction have been the same to two white kids playing with a BB gun? Because, again, he probably he wouldn't have been in their shit. White no. kids with BB. Like uh, we were we shot a kid, uh, shot a lady in the fucking face with a pellet gun and no police ever knew about that fucking incident. So no. he had no reason to, to be in our shit to I give mean, us the speech. Yeah, we used to shoot the shit out of each other with BB guns. <laughs> shoot cars. Running around shooting fucking school windows, shooting <laughs> right. each other, fucking right. shooting everything. You're like, is there some, is there glass? I'd love to shoot this with a BB gun. <laughs> right. Yeah, we did that. That's mischief. Let's pump though. this thing 45 fucking times that's mischief that's considered mischief i was just talking about this to my wife today uh uh recently she had visited a relative that she grew up with fuck i'm just saying my father-in-law she was hanging out with him he's a chud he's extremely a chud and uh he was talking about the neighborhood i grew up in which i've talked about in the past it was a working class neighborhood like a white working class, but it was a working class neighborhood that I lived in always growing up. It was never considered, uh, never considered like a rich neighborhood. It was, it was, it was middle class. You know what I mean? It, and, and there was a, and he, it was affordable. It was affordable. Yes. And he was complaining the other day that he said that black people moved in and ruined the neighborhood. And like we started talking about the things that he thought that they were doing and then comparing them with the things that I and my brother and my friends were actually doing. It's like all the same stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Breaking like into cars. Yeah. Breaking into cars. Selling drugs. Shooting windows out with Ille BB guns. Illegal guns. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, all of that happened when he was living there. He fucking lived there. His daughter was fucking smoking weed, dude. And and like right under his fucking nose, like all of these things that he's saying are criminal and bad that are caused by somebody are only caused because he doesn't like the color of their skin. That is the only difference. That neighborhood it's, was always like that. No, it's fucked up. Yeah. I got a secondhand story here, but my weed guy was telling me that uh, he ended up there was a car accident out front. And he ended up outside as like a witness thing to report on it. And one of his neighbors was sticking around afterwards and she was talking to him and she said, I'm out here all day. I look out the windows. That guy down there, he's selling drugs. My weed guy. <laughs> yeah. She's saying this to my weed guy. He's, like, he's selling drugs. He has people coming up all day. And my weed guy's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I haven't noticed anything weird. <laughs> and then, so the cops are there for like an accident report. She's like, maybe we should just go tell, tell on him right now. Maybe we should just go tell on this guy. It's a black guy. Yeah. And she's like, maybe we should just go tell on him right now. And the weed guy's like, no, that doesn't seem right. I don't know. They've got other things. We just can't do that. And <laughs> you don't know what he's doing. And, and then she's like, I don't know. I think it's like a good idea. And he talks her out of it and they like part ways, but that is, was had to, 
be a fucking weird experience. It is. It, well, it's always weird because like if you it's start, just racism. It's that's all it, it is. is. It's pure, unrefined right. <laughs> right. racism. Because if you if you really get into if you really start to get into the details of it, and that's what racists don't want to talk about. They don't right. want to get into the details because I've never met a racist that didn't also commit crimes. Sure. Does that, you know, like they also do drugs. I've met racists steal. that sell drugs. I've met racists that steal. Like I've never met a racist that didn't also do the stuff that they say happens. They bring the down property values too. Yeah. I've seen racists who leave their children. You know what I mean? Like who cut broken families, racist dads leave their children and right. complain about black dads as if it's like an epidemic. You right. know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's vacant racism. Man. It is. It is. Uh, the Columbus P division of police said on Twitter and Facebook that it released the video of the encounter, which took place after a nine one one call to teach young people about the realities of policing and carrying a gun. We know this, bro. Like everybody knows this. <laughs> You've been letting us know about this for a long, we've forever. been marches. There's been special reports from, uh, you know, national news organizations everybody knows you fucking kill people around here yeah it's actually considered uh, some people think it's rude to bring up that y'all do that yeah stuff you know i guess if one of you do it it's fine the national debate over policing has intensified in ohio ohio after the fatal shootings of tamir rice a black 12 year old who was killed while playing with a pellet gun in cleveland in 2014 and tyree king a black 13 year old who had a bb gun and was shot in columbus in 2016 why is your department trying to pat themselves on the back for not shooting some black kids who had a BB gun? One person wrote on the department's Facebook page this week. Yes. Open carry is legal in Ohio. White people, including white children, walk around openly brandishing real guns all the time. Do you threaten them with murder? And that is another fact. That That is another perfectly like stated thing. Open carry and concealed carry are both are both legal here. Like you are allowed to have a gun. You are allowed to carry a gun. So you can't have that law and then also make it so that if you are carrying a gun, you get shot, you get automatic that like that's automatically a shooting from right. the police. Right. Like that's that doesn't track. And it really is just saying, well, if you're black, we're going to shoot you because they're not going to do that to a white guy. They just don't do it. They just don't do it to white guys. You can I, carry a gun anywhere you want as a white guy. Lots and, of white guys are getting killed by the police, though, too. Like, they are way... They, there's a lot of them that are shooting back at the police and getting fucking killed that way, too. Yeah, they're shooting back, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, another person wrote, I'm not from the area, but felt moved to comment. Well, we don't care what you have to fucking say. When I read the story, <laughs> Officer Casuccio handled this situation perfectly. I have the greatest respect for this man. Hopefully these two youngsters have learned a very valuable lesson that may someday save their lives. Right. But remember when Philando Castile said, I have a weapon on me and I also am registered to carry it? Yeah. And he got shot right in the front seat of his fucking car for because somebody smelled marijuana. Right. Like, that is why they shot him. In a state where they have medical marijuana, too. This guy was legally allowed to carry, and they had medical marijuana there. Yeah. And they smelled it, and they just shot him dead in front of his family. Right? Yeah. I, uh, there's not much else to do besides, like, freeze in place, I think. I don't even know if following the commands works. You Talking. Know? 
Well, I mean, if you freeze in place, they beat the shit out of you, though. That's the other problem. Like, if you don't, like, if you stop and you just do this and then you don't move, they'll beat the fucking shit out of you if they told you to move and you didn't move. Right, right. You know? So it's like, you can't really win with the no, police. It's not they're, set up for you they're either going to beat you up or shoot you. It, like that's just what they do in the video the officer brings one of the boys home and speaks to a parent to show the good police work that our officers do every day alex buzonis a spokeswoman for the columbus police said uh she, all you do is you walk up and you say we well, got a little punk ass airsoft gun like you kids ain't shit <laughs> you, <laughs> yes! that's what the police should do that's what i would do yeah give me like, the you fucking, fucking gun you, yeah you dumbos <laughs> Throwing the fucking trunk of the car and yeah. throwing the trash when right, you get back right. to the fucking station. Figure out how to get another one. God, we would be great I'll take cops. the next fucking motherfucking one you get, too. <laughs> we would be great cops. <laughs> I'm telling you, we would be the best at it. Yeah. Right? It's easy. It's easy work. They make it hard, way harder than it is. I know. I know. They get involved in people's shit that they probably shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, they're t telling people to do stuff that, like, doesn't harm anybody else. Yeah. They just make their job so much fucking harder than it should be. I know. We would be so good at it because, like, I can break up a fight. I'm pretty good at that. You know, it's like, come I've on. I've broken up plenty. Y'all. And anytime you're, again, when you're messing with a kid, you just call him a piss ant and kick him in the ass and send him home. You know what I mean? I you ain't gonna do shit with that gun. Get out of here. I, I broke up a fight one time. I got shoved into this, in the middle of this fight. I interjected myself because this like really aggressive dude was trying to beat up this smaller guy. And all I said out loud, everybody knows you can whoop this guy's ass. Let's not get the police involved with this. And then the guy was like, <laughs> Fine. Fuck it. Fine. I was like, all right. You just wanted your acknowledgement. Every you just wanted to prove everybody to think that you would beat him up. Yeah. yeah it worked. Yeah. It really did work. If the police just came out there and said, obviously this guy would kick this guy's fucking ass. So let's not get the fight. Let's not fight about it. But instead they get there and they throw him on the ground oh, yeah. and they put their knee in the back of their neck Dude, and put one of them in a fucking choke. I hold. saw one this week where this guy was throwing like real fucking punches. Like, I mean, he just beat the shit out of this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was like, I, it made no, there was, there was the craziest looking police work I've ever seen in my life. Cause it just looked like a goddamn beat down. Yeah. You remember the guy that got beat up in the, uh, he like wasn't listening. Store. Yeah. You remember the guy that got beat up in a convenience store here? Like last year they were whooping his fucking ass, had him in a chokehold, and like, he didn't do anything. He just got beat up and the cop was saying, I could choke you to death right now. I yeah, could definitely yeah. choke you to death if right. I wanted to. And, like, he got in trouble for saying, I could choke you to death if I wanted to. Not for fucking choking the guy. Right, sure. Saying the loud part, or the quiet part loud. <laughs> the quiet part. You're choke. supposed to keep that inside your head. You're supposed to think <laughs> that in your own brain. That's yeah, an officer. Yeah. She said she was aware that the footage had attracted both positive and negative responses, but added, anytime police do anything, they are criticized. Bullshit. 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 Well, by well, being us, Yeah, I mean, there yeah. is a loud, There's we're loud voices, right? Hmm. Not that I mean, loud. The, the police never hear us. They, no. No, no police has ever heard us criticizing them. <laughs> no, that's true. We do get on the comments on those pages, though. Otherwise, we get our asses whooped all the time by the police. Oh, look, it's him. Let's whoop his ass. Yeah. Uh, this, and no, police don't get criticized in person. You're right. Yeah. Because yeah. if you do, they'll just bust you for marijuana possession. Yep. Yeah, exactly. She said she was aware that. Uh, so this isn't a race issue. She said this is just an officer it's and a race. child who it's made a bad race. decision being schooled by an officer who cared. He it's race. It is it's racist. race. This is showing off. 
this is racism. This is a white cop telling a well, black is, kid he could have killed them. And here's the fucking thing. This is like the Blue Lives Matter bullshit, man. It's like, this is an acknowledgement that under any other circumstances, things go a different way. Yes. We've been fighting with each other for half a decade now because it feels unjust the way that they draw their weapons and kill people of color. This is a complete fucking acknowledgement of that. Like built into this, like the assumption that this is a rare occurrence or that this guy is doing something better than what normally happens with the police. And that's completely baked into the idea, but we can never get the fucking other people to say, yeah, I mean, normally they kill him. Yeah. Normally they would have killed this kid. Right. Like, uh, yeah. And, and we would have, we would have supported that. We would have supported that. We would have applauded it. We would have said it was just, we would have said the kids shouldn't have had to fucking BB gun. Yes. Even though my little fucking Dylan is out in the backyard shooting people in the fucking eye with his BB gun. Yeah. Officer Casuccio, a military veteran who has been on the force as a patrol officer for four years is assigned to the predominantly black South Linden neighborhood where the encounter took place. She said it began after a 911 caller warned that this guy brandished brandished a gun, but noted that the people involved were two little kids, according to a recording published by CBS news. I grew up in Linden, dude. I seriously, that's where I went until I was in eighth grade. I lived in fucking Linden and uh, there was all kinds of stupid shit that I was involved with that never made the goddamn news, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The social media post by the department, a 10 minute version of the video. Oh, I'm sorry. The department said in a statement that the officer responded around 530 PM. When he got to the scene, he discovered it was an 11 year old boy. It said he was carrying a BB gun. A 10-minute version of the video that was published by local news outlets shows the officer getting out of his patrol vehicle with his gun drawn, telling the boys to kneel and picking up the BB gun. By the way, again, they're not talking about the video where he showed up and the kid threw the fucking gun down on the ground immediately. Is that what it was? Yeah, and then he got out of the car with his gun drawn like the gun was going to magically. Yeah, before he, the cops pulled up. And the kid threw the gun down. Smart move. So there's like no fucking reason at all for yeah. him to even have his gun he's not drawn. Looking, he's not looking like a cop killer. Yeah, the gun is on the ground. Ain't iced tea. It's not going to magically fly up into the kid's hands. Like he doesn't have venom powers or anything sure. like that. We can bring the gun up off the ground. The, um, the social media post by the department edited out about two minutes begins with Officer Casuccio speaking to the boys who say they are 11 and 13 as they lean against a roadside divider. Their faces have been blurred. The officer tells them that he received a call about two young male blacks who look really young. They just flashed a gun. Listen, here's the deal, okay, the officer said. You had to show somebody because how the hell did they know you had it? They were playing with a gun. They were fucking playing with a BB gun with each other like kids fucking do. It's fun. Yeah, we uh we used to set up action figures inside the house and shoot them out the windowsill. And one time, I f- I swear to God, I aimed and I fired, and the goddamn thing bounced off the wall and hit me in the god in the eye, yeah, like, right in the eye. <laughs> and I was like, I lost my eye. I seriously just lost my fucking eye right now. <laughs> I'm seriously I- fucked up, man. Now I don't have an eye anymore. <laughs> I thought I did like the Christmas story thing. I thought I shot my own fucking eye out. <laughs> One boy says he was only holding the gun. You can't do that, dude. In today's world, Officer Casuccio says, listen, that thing looks real, bro. I don't know. I don't know what his like. The boys apologize. (laughs) He's going to do the Dougie now. 
The boys apologize. You should be sorry and you should be scared. The officer says, do you think I want to shoot an 11 year year old? Do you think I want to shoot a 13 year old? The boys respond, no, sir. But I do look like the type of dude that will shoot somebody. He asked, which the boys replied, yes, sir. Like he needed his ego stroked. He needed to be told he was a bad hombre, Brett. He needed that. Oh, my God. I put hits out on 11-year-olds. Yeah. I will fucking shoot an 11-year-old. I don't give a shit. Do I look like the type of guy that cares if I shoot an 11-year-old? I'm a big white guy with a mustache and a police uniform. We love shooting 11-year-olds. We do it all the fucking time. The officer then takes one of the boys home. Jesus. And uh, the mother tells her son he could have shot you for that. You know that? Regardless of what people say about the dudes wearing this uniform, we care. Officer Casuccio says we legitimately care. This is their representative. This is their like <laughs> this bridge. Is, this is the bridge builder. Put your best face. Put your best face forward, Columbus Police Department. I could have fucking killed you. I could have fucking shot you down. I'm a bad hombre. I carry a gun. I will shoot you. And you know what? The fucking thing you'll never appreciate about me because you'll be dead in the ground. I would have went to your goddamn funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have. And then people would have been yelling and protesting about me shooting you. A bunch of whiner ass JWs would have been out there causing all kinds of trouble for me, for me, for my family. Like he just, that's just the, yeah, I, this me, is crazy. I look at that as the worst possible representative. Yeah, fire this fucking guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we, can we fire, can we file paperwork to get him out of a job based upon his public actions? <laughs> he did a horrible fucking job. I saw this. No, that should be like, like I said, yeah, that's easy to handle. Just break the thing in half and like kick him in the butt. Yeah. Call him a piss ant. Yeah. Just say, get piss out of ant. here. That's what my gym teacher. Go do your fucking homework. That's what my gym teacher, Mr. Hunter, called me one time. I was in fucking back in the uh, baseball locker All right. We just had technical difficulties. So that's been a while since we've had that. We're back in, though. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this started, okay? Uh, Ohio. This is the other viral Ohio police story, Columbus police story that I saw this week, and I thought we could look at that. An Ohio police officer who was given the opioid overdose antidote Narcan during a drug arrest gone wrong was actually exposed to methamphetamine, not opioids, officials say. A Columbus police officer began to have an adverse reaction after an unknown powder blew into his face during a a drug arrest on Sunday, according to Columbus Division of Police. Body camera footage shows the officer's partner questioning a female suspect about the substance, which she called ice. Ass. She called it ass. Hey, it's ass, you know. Frosty bag of ass. Yeah, we just, we like ice out here, and we yeah. just use it. Keeps it cool, ice. man. <laughs> yeah, keeps it moving. This cop panicked because yeah, a mother- little bit of meth got in his nose. Like a tiny bit. He's like, is that fentanyl? Is there fentanyl in there? Oh, my God, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> like yeah. He freaked because he got Complete square, freak out. Shouldn't have the job, once again. has Doesn't have the mental fortitude to do a little bit of ice. They said he was ill. He, they said he got ill, and ill means high. He's high. He's fucking tweaking. But, like, he's not, though, because you're talking about, first of all, smoking, like, a significant amount of it versus some of it getting splashed in your face. (laughs) I mean, how much? He freaked because... Like an ounce. If, like, a whole... If someone hit you in the face with, like, an ounce of it or something and it splatted in your face, maybe? If someone had a pillow full of meth and it just slapped you in the the face. face. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 
I can see that being like, whoa, that was a doozy. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm getting, getting some a little Narcan psychosis here. going here. These motherfuckers are so excited to give each other. Narcan oh yeah, they're now. into they're it. Just... <laughs> no, I survived an OD on the job. <laughs> they love giving each other Narcan. That's like the new thing now for cops. They said it was like addicts that were having like Lazarus parties where they would overdose and then get on Narcan. But it's the cops. They love. Sh- they love it. Always yeah. giving each other Narcan. They're into it. Yeah. I feel um, like they're doing the Pulp Fiction thing. Like that woman that he arrested was sitting there putting that ice all the way up his <laughs> nose. <for> her, right? <laughs> right. She, she did like a lot of it. Yeah, she did like she did, lines of it. <laughs> right. And she's like asking, he's like, is there is he okay? And she's like, damn, <laughs> he's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not enough to kill you. <laughs> cool. There might be some, but not enough. And yeah, <laughs> You're right. You're right. No, that's true. There's this like we're in a moment. You have to like pause the situation and say, wait, this lady did 10 times the amount that you just got exposed to. You got You're- three dust particles in your nose and you're yeah. fucking flipping uh, out. Uh, uh, my gums are numb. Oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> Give me some Narcan. Quick. <laughs> he did. She put. People put it up their note. People put it in a light smoke, bulb inhale and it. they smoke the shit out of it. Just a whole big pile of it. Just, oh, I'm smoking All ice. night. Yeah. And these motherfuckers are freaking, these guys are freaking out because they came in contact. What is wrong with them? What is they don't know wrong what they're with the do- police? Yeah, they just have no understanding. Once again, this is an area where I think we could be better cops. Yeah, if it blew in my face, I'd be like, we're getting down, <laughs> yeah, like, right? Well, we're doing some ice The rest of my shift isn't going to be as bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would have sat down and done ice with the lady. Yeah, I would have been, I would have we, talked to her about uh, why are you doing so much ass? <laughs> you can't get you can't give up that frosted ass. That's so funny thinking about like you show up, me and you are in our like yeah. cop uniform. Oh, you like ice, do you? <laughs> Let's do it then. Come on, me and you. Ice off. <laughs> Show up and do half of her ice and then talk to her about why she's using too much. Yeah, yeah, this ain't making your life better. (laughs) This is bullshit. I've done as much ice as you, and I'm just as fucking sober. I'm I'm not mad about anything. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not it didn't make my life any better. It's not making your life better. Get it together. Look at this hotel room you're sitting in. Yeah. It's dingy. It's dark. It's gross. It sucks it's in life here. together. It's all right. Don't be on ice. If we didn't put our, spend our money on ice, we could get groceries and shit right now. <laughs> We'd be eating the Tony's frozen pizza over here. I made it in that microwave. We'd yeah. be all set. Now we got all this ice. We don't know what to do with it. I feel so bad for the lady, though. I know. She like, was having just a Friday night. Yeah, she's just trying to do a fucking And now night. they're think she's like poisoning the police yeah right they think she's like a conspiracy (laughs) against them she's like the riddler fentanyl laced ice first of all this is the thing too actually (laughs) because well when chapo was in town certain parties were in town and we had some cocaine what we but there has been this like thing that got everybody that did it had a conversation about like have you seen the memes about how fentanyl's in cocaine now they've they've claimed that it's in there yeah and all of us were just saying, like, imagine doing some cocaine and end up getting like a fucking opiate. Like how disappointed you would be. <laughs> yeah. It's like was... the opposite effect of what you're looking for. Yeah. You know? Cocaine is like a whole different thing. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's not like fentanyl. 
It's yeah. not, you're not looking to get like obliterated and lay on the fucking couch. No, no. But they, the cops, it's all the same to them. All the powders are the same thing I know. to the police. Anything that's a powder. It seems like a lie. It's fentanyl. And it's the same way now. I mean, the Ohio Pharmacy Board put out their report saying that seven out of 10 people are injecting Kratom. Yeah, that is a crazy stat. And that's what I think about this fentanyl thing, too. It's like, I just don't see how it, I don't see it. Because it's lies. It Dude, is. All of it. a lot of lies. It's stupid. I mean, we the stupidity of these fucking people, the cruelty of them, and they just have no, I don't, they're just from outer space, man. Yeah. The type of person that wants to be a cop is just so fucking, I, I mean, I just can't, I can't identify with that. Yeah. So these cops, they freak out and they inject this guy with Narcan. Which doesn't... They hit him with the Narcan? They hit him with the Narcan. They fucking... I told They're you. They're just drill junkies, dude. Yeah. Like, if I had some Narcan, I would try it. When acid the I drug... I want to know. <laughs> when acid bring the, me back. <laughs> I mean, go down and then bring me back, bro. We're shooting people up with this all the time. I don't even know what it does. Like, that is the... Like, because Nar... You know why they like Narcan? Because it makes you, ra- like, radically sober. They're like... Yeah, this yeah. Is like, the- <laughs> ooh. Ooh, I'm clear right now. Ooh, I'm clear. <laughs> I'm the opposite of high right now. This is great. So fucking dialed in right now. (laughs) Sober as a judge, man. I feel just as crappy as as I did when I woke up today. I'm like Judge Dredd right now. (laughs) It says adverse reaction, too. He got high. They're calling it an adverse reaction. People are throwing away their whole lives to feel that way. (laughs) Like, you got a brief taste of it. Yeah. be grateful. Plus, but, ice is expensive as fuck, dude. Oh, ass. Oh, my God, that ass. Yeah. That uh, polar ass. When asked that the drug may have been laced with fentanyl, a potent synthetic opioid, she responded, not that I know of. <laughs> nope. First responders still proceeded to treat the affected officer with Narcan, a brand of the drug naloxone, which reverses the effects of an opioid overdose. Methamphetamine is not an opioid, which they no. had to explain. No, no shit. No, guys. No, 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 no. This is like Sudafed shit. The woman in the back of the car would have like... Oh, I know. She knows all about she it. She knew all about it. She she could have been one that told them all about it. Let's go to Waffle House. How about we just go to Waffle House and you get a coffee and a waffle and think about it. You'll be fucking fine. You don't need the Narcan. You need waffles. You need something yeah. to eat. You yeah. know? You want a beer or a cigarette? <laughs> you can drink like a case of beer now. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've done a little bit of ice, you can drink a case of beer. <laughs> You can't imagine how many of those bush lights yeah, you'll be able like, to put away. You'll never be drunk. <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, that is so funny to think of. Like, that should have been the yeah, interaction. Like a, yeah, too. that should be. I mean, she should be helping him out. Like, you know, she's she, the expert in that situation. This yeah. guy's like the, he does, he's no how longer has the authority. You've entered into ice territory. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could happen anytime, though. Like, these cops, I'm sure there's been a cop in the past that had somebody blow weed smoke in his face and he started flipping out. (laughs) I think I'm high. I think I'm high. I'm having an adverse effect to this marijuana. I think I can hear my heart beating. (laughs) 
First responders still proceeded to treat the effect, so uh, which reverses the effects um, of methamphetamine is not an opioid, but the decision to administer Narcan in this case was appropriate and consistent with training, according to Columbus Division of Police. They're like, if you fucking run into a powder, I don't care if it's concrete, I don't care if it's cocaine, I don't care if it's ice, you just get that fucking Narcan out and just get it in you. Get it in you as fast as you can. I knew someone that got the shakedown for powdered sugar before by the police police yeah was coming to the house to bake and they spent a fucking serious amount of time looking over a bag of powdered sugar and then put doing a test on it like like a like they gallon freezer gallon freezer bag filled with powdered sugar that's so much cocaine that's a lot like (laughs) especially for for one diminutive lady to be driving around within her saturn one woman's just driving in her saturn a kilo of coke fucking more than a kilo of coke just like yeah yeah all this cocaine i'm gonna go use it all in one day over here at this house oh Oh my god. I'm gonna break this brick down when I get home. This loose powder. This <laughs> suitcase. They are just always what they are is they're always on the hunt for like a, a, a powder. They're always or on the, the big hunt break, for the right? big break. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy has a suitcase full of like loose cocaine. I'm sure I'm, let me look through your suitcase and find some cocaine. Maybe I'll find a brick. And it's like nobody can afford that much cocaine. Like that's what a person that that's like what a normal person would think if they ran into somebody with a freezer bag full of powdered sugar. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be like, you can't afford that much cocaine. Right. Like yeah, nobody making that kind of sure. money now. <laughs> right. That's a rich people amount of cocaine, which they're allowed to do cocaine though that's not ignite like if rich people were doing ice then you know um would love ice yeah rich people probably do ice i've they can do whatever they want yeah they can do any drugs they fucking want one more story here brett we get out of here tonight we have a fucking rough night with our technical difficulties i'm checking our time here 55 minutes yeah it looks like we're gonna do one more story here uh uh Oof, maybe two. I don't know. That's well, fine. I got another good. Uh, I got another good uh, long sentence story that we could bring up. Uh, oh well, we'll do this story since it came up. The Fox News host Tucker Carlson says he he all but can't go out to restaurants in Washington D.C. anymore because he gets yelled at by other diners, sometimes profanely. <laughs> that's great that was our plan from the beginning in an episode released monday he says having someone scream fuck you at a restaurant just wrecks your meal yeah i can i agree man maybe i wouldn't go out that's what that's what we said okay so very early in the show we talked about this this ohio state capitol they shut down a bar right was that what it was yes there was a bar that used to be at the state capitol and we protested protested that because we felt that you should be able to do the type of governing that when you were done with it, you could walk into a bar full of angry people and not end up dead or, you know, yell someone yelling, fuck you at it. Or someone, someone throwing food all over you. Yeah. Right. Like Tucker Carlson goes on TV and says sure, shit that you makes do, people want to say, fuck you. Right. You do reprehensible stuff. I, I expect, I mean, I expect a million times more hate mail than we actually receive. Yeah. And I expect chuds to yell at us all the time. Yeah. I expect some guy to fucking walk up to me and, and beat me up at some point someday. Some cop that could be mad at me because we made fun of cops because they're sure. afraid of drugs. 
<laughs> yeah, they don't know how to deal with society. They're yeah, broken people. They're dumb. Uh, I can't wait for this revolution to end so I can go back to dinner. Oh, Carlson said there was only one restaurant he still visited regularly, McDonald's. I go there because I love it and nobody McDonald's? hassles me. He, it's McDonald's, yeah, because yeah, people don't know nobody, who Tucker Carlson is in a McDonald's. Shit, right. <laughs> Just like, yeah. have fun, eat McDonald's, eat that <laughs> shitty fucking You're Subway. eating McDonald's, so. Yeah, Carlson said You're one of us. I can't wait for this revolution to end so I can go back to dinner. Well, guess what, Tucker? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucked up forever for you, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping we can. Nobody no, likes you. you, man. You got to change your ways extremely. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can do a turnaround. That's the thing, too, is there's a way out. There is a way out. That's Because I've, I've, I've really been like. I've been like rolling around in my mind, this like back and forth between, you know, Antifa and proud boys and right wing and all this stuff. And there is a way to get out of the pressure. And that is just to allow people to live their lives and stop with like the fucking racism. Yeah. Right. Don't be fucking horrible. Right. And people won't yell fuck you sure. to you or dox be decent, you. Or... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not like running around. Like I'm not doing evil shit. To people, I'm not saying to do evil things to anybody. I mean, Tucker Carlson, but he's a guy that is fucking evil. You know what I no, mean? No, he's like, publicly out there. He publicly says all kinds of racist shit, like, all the time, you know? And it's a just... stupid shit. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Here's another guy that was out at a restaurant. And uh, I love this story. This, this one goes out to my daughter. It's from the Daily Caller. I think that's a conservative page. But uh, a guy who was attacked by George Lopez oh, allegedly over a reference about Donald Trump says now his intent with regard to the comments was to make the comedian smile. Okay. Interesting. It happened at a Hooters in New Mexico over the <laughs> Oh, weekend. God. <laughs> I love George Lopez still eating at Hooters. Yeah. I love the wings. <laughs> Fuck it. The wings are great. Yeah. The breasts ain't so bad either. Oh, my God. He's a comedian, so he knows how to say funny <laughs> stuff. It's like a funny that. joke. It's, it's a like funny the joke. kind of funny thing a comedian would say. Yeah, it's a funny say. joke a comedian would say. My daughter fucking loves George Lopez. Like, still? Is not still. Enormous she grew fan. up on him, but she's not still. She still likes she still George Lopez. Die? I sent her she's this a stand story. For, for George Lopez? Yeah, I sent her this story. She she's like, that's why I love George Lopez. That's why I like him. Okay. Because what happened? Some guy at a... So what happened was the man claimed that Lopez grabbed his phone and started to take video of his own crotch but never pushed record, which that's a funny joke. That's a good, that's yeah. a good gag. You want to... You're fucking hanging out with a comedian, man. Nobody Comedian's else... Doing a gag. Right. And who else is going to have a video of a famous comedian's crotch? George Lopez. That's... You could be like, that's George Lopez's fucking right crotch. Right there. That's his bulge. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Really? It's his sweatpants. He's wearing He's sweatpants. Bursting at the, at the seams. At the Hooters. He wanted to be comfortable. He was at the Hooters taking videos of his dick on my phone. <laughs> Can you mind. believe it? The Hooters visitor said he eventually did get his phone back, and that's what he went and tried to ease the tense situation, claiming he said, and this is going to piss you off, on the count of three, say, make America great again. And I, well, like George Lopez said that? No, the guy did. Oh so no! He goes up to George Lopez and he's try. He says he's trying to break the tension, but he yeah. says like puts the camera on him and says, "On the count of three, say make America great again." Oh no! It's like a threat, dude. That comes yeah. off wrong. That's not George Lopez is very openly anti-Trump. He's I one of those that. guys that's openly. I haven't heard well, about anything I mean, from George Lopez in a bajillion years. Yeah. No, he's like an openly anti-Trump guy. Of course, oh, man. Wow. He's like a Latin dude, man. Like, he's a beaner. 
Don't say that. That's, that's what, what he calls it. That's his, his show, that's bro. Carlos Mencia. I, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Jeez. Never mind. You're talking about Carlos Mencia. Over I watched here. the show. I'm going to say that was the sh- 10 years ago. That was regular fucking comedy, right? I, listen, George Lopez, not a bad show. I didn't, My mean, daughter, I didn't mean to use the wrong term. I was thinking Carlos Mencia. Carlos Menstelia. He right. stole all the jokes. George Lopez hates Carlos Mencia, uh, too. George Lopez is the lowrider show? Yeah. 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 Not thinking Mind of Mencia. You were thinking of Mind of Mencia. That show. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Please apologize. And <laughs> so apparently Lopez didn't see it that way. And that's when the altercation was captured on video, showing the man talking to the comedian who then appeared to grab the guy's neck. So <laughs> Sources close to the ABC sitcom star said that Lopez ended up going off on the guy who had reportedly followed him all night and tried to egg him on with numerous Trump references. This guy was causing fucking trouble. Oh, man. Let me just yeah, say, what this, a is, this is the Mike Ness guy all yeah, over yeah. again. This is what happened to fucking Mike Ness. This guy is in the... This is what happened to fucking Wanda Sykes. These people end up calling ended up being victims you know what i mean that like they're the ones that are the victim when they're saying things that they fucking know are gonna piss george lopez off right. are gonna piss these like they're going to do this they're egging them on it's the same thing like on like thanksgiving you know when your mom tells you i really want you to come visit thanksgiving but can we please not talk about politics and then your fucking uncle terry says uh that Kavanaugh stuff was really something. And then you're not allowed to fucking respond because you agreed not to talk about politics. Right. Like these people want to fight. Like that is what they want. They want the fight. Right. And then when they get it, then it's your fault that you gave it to them. And then they say that you're the, you're emotional and you get, you're, you're a problem. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like, I hate that. It makes me fucking nuts. Now George Lopez is on fucking TV because some guy started shit with him and then he fucking went to finish it. And this fucking guy is, is now, oh, I'm hurt. I'm pissed. You know what I mean? I'm going to call the police and file assault charges. It's just bullshit, man. But these people are such fucking cowards. Well, I mean, they believe in what they do and they're going to try to force people into it. And I don't know why they don't expect pushback. It's really just crazy because like if you're going to provoke folks, you're going to get those. You're going to get results from that, right? There's going to be a reaction when you're trying to get people to. When you're trying to piss people off. But if you're a public figure like George Lopez, you're just supposed to let them do that and walk away. And that's what they expect from them. Right. When you're when you're Wanda Sykes and you're doing stand up and you're talking about Trump and people start yelling from the audience, three people, not the whole audience. People start yelling from the audience. She's supposed to just keep going. They're allowed to do their thing. And it's her job to just keep going. When you're at a holiday dinner with whoever it is in your family that's a problem, you're supposed to be the bigger man and you're supposed to let that drop. Right. They they are just joking. They're always just joking. Right. You know, which is not it's not fair. It's it's like I I am like now to the point and like I just made this decision this year because of a thread on our Facebook group. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just fuck it. I'm done, man. I'm not going to let them push and push and push anymore. It's over that those days are over. I don't want to let people push. And like, yeah. uh, 
I, I think you kind of inspired that too. Like recently we were hanging out and just, you were just kind of like saying something and I was like, yeah, you know, I've basically decided never to push back over the past few years. And like, I feel like I need to push back. Like I can't just not, I can't just let it keep happening. I yeah. can't let somebody push and push and push. And then just me be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's the way. Because that's what I do now. That's yeah. everything around family, around other people. Like now I just go, oh, that's not really how I feel. And then, you know, kind of back off of it. Right, right. And like, I don't know why I do that. Like, well, I, because I, they're, you know, they're not going to change their minds. It doesn't feel like you're going to change their opinion. It does. They, they seem diametrically opposed and really focused on really just being the opposite of whatever you are. So yes. it doesn't matter because you know, it doesn't feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I can agree with that. I, 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 I feel that way too, but I just, I feel like I, I don't know, man. I feel like, I guess like my thing is like, I took a few years off and I think sure. I'm going to get back in the fucking get Scrum. back in the trenches again. Yeah. Why not, man? Why not? I, the people that I'm talking about are people that push like that yeah. intentionally try to push my buttons and know what it takes to push my buttons, know what I do for a living and who I am and what my beliefs are. And they say things intentionally to piss me off, you know, like, like my father-in-law will often say shit. Like I know me and Brian don't agree on nothing, but I like to argue with them. And I'm like, I haven't argued with you in fucking 10 years about like, I have, I, but, well, I haven't argued with you in five or six years. Cause I, it's pointless. It's fruitless. Oh well, <laughs> whatever happened, we're, we're actually hit, uh, cancel. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're good. Well, we're going to go ahead and, we're having the computers being a dick weed. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and end the show. Just yell at your grand, yell at your grandpa this year. Okay. Yeah. And I apologize to Mexican American listeners with my, uh, confusion between the, those comedians. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, he was being, he was doing Carlos Mencia shit and, uh, I get it. You know, I, I, I don't blame you. Um, thanks for listening to the show. This is street fire radio. Uh, we will be back later this week. You can find what we do at streetfightradio.com. You can support the show at patreon.com slash streetfightradio. You can get into our super secret street fight group by messaging us and letting us know you want in. We'll give you the invite, but you got to answer the right questions. Uh, we will see you later this week. You can find us on social media at streetfightwcrs. Peace. When everyone you thought you knew deserts your fight, I'll go with you. You're facing down a dark hall. I'll grab my light and go with you. I'll 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 go with you, I'll go with you Surrounded and up against a wall I'll shred them all and go with you When choices end, you must defend I'll grab my back and go with you